Hey guys and welcome to the Transformation Mindset Podcast. I am your mindset coach Lucy and this podcast is to advise you on my best mindset motivational tips, guide you into a growth mindset and share with you any of the best tips I can find in optimizing your mental and physical health. Enjoy this episode guys. Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Before we dive into today's episode, I'd love it if we could take a second to appreciate how far we've come in the podcast. And secondly, if you can, if you enjoy this episode, if you love these little potty nuggets in your life, if you could take two seconds to like the episode, to share the episode on your stories, to tag me in it, to share it to someone you love and give it a rating on whichever platform that you use. It really does help the podcast, guys. It really just, you've no idea what it does to the algorithm. It just gives it that little boost so that a few more people can hear it and hopefully we can help a few more people along this journey. However, Let's dive into today's episode. Today we are going to be discussing all about, we're going to be chatting all things relationships and we're going to be chatting about communication and the power that you have within communication and your relationships. Now the reason I wanted to dive into this episode is because a lot of the conversations I've been having with clients, with friends, um, comes down to the relationships that we have in our lives. More more importantly, the challenging relationships that we have in our lives and how this affects us internally, how it impacts the way that we show up for ourselves, the way that we communicate to other people and the aftermath, the sort of, you know, the, the leftover feeling once you've been in these relationships or been in, their, been in their presence or had difficult conversations. Now, the reason I want to discuss this episode is because this is something that I used to really struggle with and it's something that I am actually extremely proud in how I show up in these relationships and within communication now. Um, And this has been through a lot of practice. This has been through (laughs) a lot of difficult relationships and difficult conversations, unfortunately. However, I feel blessed that I have been in so many of these situations because it means I can bring these skills and tools to you so that you can start implementing them into your lives so that the relationships and the the conversations that you're having are not as difficult, regardless of who it is that's on the other end. Because the thing is, even if, if it's a family, I mean, we all have the family members that we don't want to talk to, you know, they bring us more stress than anything else. We have the friendships that we question on a regular basis because of how they make us feel. And of course, there's then the working environment where you could be working with colleagues or bosses or managers or whatever it is that you can't, you just don't see eye to eye with. And you find the communication and conversations with these people extremely challenging. Now, Each of these situations are exactly the same. Yes, they're different scenarios. Yes, it's going to be different types of stress. Yes, it's going to bring very different emotions. However, the catalyst is the same. It is a challenge within a relationship and communication. The great thing about this is you have a lot more control 
than you think. And this is where people overlook how much power they have um, with the way the people around us affect us. And you're going to sit there and say, well, that's easier said than done, Lucy. You know, you're going to tell me that it doesn't have to impact me because I don't have to think about it, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's a lot easier said than done. If that person pisses me off, they piss me off. Couldn't agree more, could not agree more. And this is what I'm saying, that it's not going to be an easy process. It's not a quick fix, but it is something that's within your control. And there are tips and tricks here that can help you on the way to this control. So the first thing that you want to monitor is the challenging relationships that you've got in your life or the conversations that you find the most challenging. You need to start paying attention to what it is about these relationships or what it is about these conversations that trigger you. And actually take some time to potentially look back at your most recent conversation that has tested your patience or you know, potentially triggered some anxiety or triggered some depression. Pay attention to what those conversations looked like. What was within those conversations or within that relationship that has triggered these emotions? And start to jot them down because there's a high possibility you're going to start seeing some patterns here. The same goes for the general relationships that you potentially have in your life that you find challenging. Again, look at those people. Take a second in a safe space where, you know, you're not actually in their environment, but, you know, you're having these conversations with them or not, sorry, not having these conversations with them, but you can look back at, you know, how they've made you feel. Again, jot this down and take some really clear ideas away from what it is about them as a person that you are challenged with. Because the reality here is within the conversations and within the people themselves, This is going to be a direct reflection with things that you struggle with within yourself. Because the the things that we find the most challenging or the things that test us the most are generally something that is potentially missing from our lives or is something that we find that we lack in within ourselves. Now, the great again, the great part about this is we have so much control here. We've got point A, point B, point C that these are the three tips that you're going to be taking away and you're going to be practicing, you're going to be implementing, and it's going to completely transform your conversations and it's going to completely transform your relationships with time. I'm not telling you that this is a overnight transformation, change, whatever. It's going to take some time, it's going to take some practice, but the more that you do implement these things, the more you are going to start seeing a change within yourself and how you are impacted with these conversations and relationships. So let's stop chatting about this, Lucy. I've told you about this. Let's crack on. So point A, we're going back to exactly what we said on the tin. We're going to be looking at the conversations. We're going to be looking at the relationships and taking note of what it is that actually impacts us. What is it about these relationships? What is it about these conversations that tests us? And be very, very clear, as crystal clear as you can. Take the time to really get crystal clear on what it is that's testing you. Then with the relationships, take a close look at how this then reflects in what it is that you're potentially missing in your own life. So for example, if it's to do with your significant other, and one of the things that you find challenging is that 
you when they are stressed or upset they go quiet you know they distance themselves and you really struggle with this and this is because you feel like you're potentially missing out on a deeper connection and if that is the case you need to start going in on that and paying attention to that rather than how the other person is handling their own level of stress because we all handle these things differently and you just need to be okay with that because it's not they of course you can have the conversations you can we're going to go into communication communication in my opinion is key here in all relationships and that is the one that we're going to be drilling home however what you need to understand is that you're not with it's not down to you and it's not up to you how another person processes stress just as it's not their decision as to how you process yours so the the responsibility that you have here is to allow these people their way of doing things and taking ownership for how you do things and that doesn't mean that you then have to show up in these relationships or conversations in a way that you're not proud of because the other person is and this is where we're moving on to point b point b so we've taken note we've paid attention to what it is about the relationships and what it is about the conversations that we find challenging we're going to go deeper into that have a little look at what does that then mean about us and what we need to start paying attention about in us so that we can start making those significant changes within ourselves point b is coming into the communication side of things which is my sweet spot Um, And this is where I have really been able to make a significant change in my relationships and within conversations is that someone once said to me that the, the the phrase that they lived by was that they can only control the way that they say something. They can't control the way another person hears it. And I've never heard a more inaccurate quote in my life. Um, And this is where, in my opinion, we are losing the art of conversation within our generation because of social media, because of text, because of, you know, the way that we live our lives. We don't actually have, we no longer practice the art of conversation. We are hidden behind screens. And if something bothers you, you can just chuck a story up on your, uh, sorry, you can chuck a quote up on your story and you feel like you've resolved the problem because, you know, fuck them, this is how I feel, end of story. No, that's not going to solve your problem. The problem's still there. You haven't handled it. You've just found something which resonates, which has given you that little bit of relief because it makes you feel a little bit better and you've shared it. That does nothing about the conversation. That does nothing about the the relationship. Um, You need to pay attention to the fact that you are 100% responsible for how you make that other person feel. This is where the art of communication comes into play, that each person, and there's a book here which I recommend everyone reads, which is Surrounded by Idiots, um, which is a fantastic read, and it really changes the way that you view your conversations with other people because you realize that just because you're saying something in a particular way doesn't mean the other person is going to hear it with the way that you've intended because we all speak with our own languages. We all speak in our own way 
with the way that we've grown up, with the people that we've had in our lives, with the, you know, the sort of people we've surrounded ourselves with. So just because you've intend, you've said something with a good intention doesn't mean that's how the other person's going to hear it. So you need to start learning how these people in your life communicate and communicate in a way that they're going to hear it in a way that you intend. That is your responsibility. That is where you take ownership for the words that you are using. It's not just about you. That phrase, I can only control the way that I say something, I can't control the way that you hear it, is probably the most self-centered way of viewing communication because you're only taking your own opinion into consideration there, not the other person. Um, So you need to be very, very clear on the way that you're communicating, how you're communicating with those people and where you could potentially improve on communicating, even if those relationships are difficult. This is where, in my opinion, it's even more important because if you have got relationships where you struggle to communicate, then you need to pay attention as to why. Why do you struggle to communicate with these people? And what is it about potentially the way that you are communicating that they don't understand? It may even be... If, if this is to do with a work colleague, for example, sit down and ask them the question. Sit down and ask them how, if they were, to, if you were to go to them with a scenario and say, this is how I would approach this. How would you take this conversation if I said it this way? And actually work out their language, work out how they speak. Again, the Surrounded by Idiots is a great sort of hack to this because it breaks people down into categories where how they would communicate and how they think and how they are programmed. And when you're reading the book, you can actually start putting people into certain boxes. And the second you've done that, you then know how to communicate with these people because you know how they're thinking, you know how they're feeling, you know how they're programmed. Um, So I definitely recommend adding that to your reading list um, because it will help. It absolutely will help. Um, but yeah, so you need to then start practicing the art of communication and taking responsibility with the communication you're bringing to the relationships. Um, and just because the other person isn't, doesn't mean that you shouldn't. Because um, this then takes us on to point B. And point B is where I feel the proudest in how I handle relationships. One of my favorite phrases is that a superhero isn't a superhero because they do the right thing for the right people. They're a superhero because they do the right things for the wrong people. It doesn't matter. This could, that could go for a warrior. That could go for a hero, whatever. Um, a good person. Um, being good to the right people is easy. Being good and doing the right thing by the wrong people is everything. That is where you start to show character and build character and show up in a way that you are proud regardless of how people treat you. And again, this is where your responsibility comes in with your own actions and your own behavior and your own emotions. Even if a person makes you feel awful, The second you retaliate with the same kind of energy, you're as equally bad as they are. You are are just as much part of the problem as they are. 
And the sooner you realize this, the easier your relationships are going to be. Because it is simply the fact that if you are allowing these relationships and if you are allowing these difficulties to affect you in such a way that you walk away from a conversation or you walk away from a room and think, shouldn't have done that, your ego's got in the way. Your ego has got in the way. You have let your emotions run away. And don't get me wrong, we've all done this. Like, I'm not sitting saying to you, oh, God, you're an awful person because, you know, that person was awful to you and you didn't stand your ground. And it's not about being weak. Let me tell you, as I said, it's easy to do the right things for the right people. That doesn't take strength. That just takes love, gratification, all of these things. But to do the right thing for people who have hurt you, disappointed you, and it doesn't mean that you are rolling over backwards and taking their shit. Absolutely not. Stand your ground, set boundaries, but it doesn't mean that you have to re retaliate in the same way that they are. You can still show kindness. You can still show respect. You can still show a level of gratitude because these people are teaching you a lesson at the end of the day they're teaching you something about yourself and it's not about being a pushover it's not about doing more for them than you would do for anyone else it's just simply about turning up to a conversation or showing up to a, a situation where you know those people or that person has done something or said something or behaved in a way that has been a disrespect to you, has caused you hurt, has caused you disappointment, has caused you heartbreak. And showing up to that situation or conversation and walking away knowing that you are proud of how you spoke to them, of what you said to them. You didn't go in that conversation or scenario and let your ego take charge and walk away feeling ashamed of how you've behaved. Um, this is your responsibility. So with point A of taking note of why it is you find these situations difficult and why you find these conversations difficult, it's going to help teach you the lessons that you need to learn about yourself. With point B, you are then taking ownership for the way that you're communicating. You're going to become better at talking to the variety of different people in your life, regardless of whether they're good, bad, and different. Um, and then to finish it off, to sugarcoat it, with regardless of how a person treats you, you still show up in a way that you are proud of and you are not adding fuel to that fire. Your relationships and your level of communication and conversations are going to drastically change because instead of having anxiety or sadness or depression or frustration around these things, you're going to walk away with pride. You're going to walk away with a sense of certainty within yourself that nobody can take away from you and you completely diminish the power that these people and these conversations have over your emotions. And the more that you practice this, the easier that's going to get. And the easier that gets, the easier life gets. Um, so with that being said, this has been a slightly longer episode to normal. So we're going to cut it there. 
please go away and practice these steps. If you do, let me know. I love to hear from you guys. I love knowing that the, the tips and the tricks are giving you a little bit of value. Um, so please, please do let me know if you practice these and hopefully you start to see the significant changes within your conversations and within the relationships that you desire. I will catch you all in the next episode. Lots of love.